Nikki's thoughts. She dives into your brain. Nikki's thoughts. She's a queen with a frame. Nikki's thoughts. Melanated and spiritually in tune. Nikki's thoughts. Unapologetic with energy like Oshuno Shoes. When you hear her, you're gonna go on a journey. Nikki's thoughts. Heartbreak. Advice. She got you. Don't you worry. She's a boss. She's a boss. Nikki's thoughts. Welcome to another episode of Nikki's Thoughts Podcast. I am your girl, A. Nicole, and I would like to welcome you to another episode. Thank you for tuning in and invite you to rate, review, and tell a friend just how dope you think the podcast is, right? Um, so I'm trying something different today with recording. Um, my producer had told me that um, there were some sound issues with last week's um, audio that he tried to clean up um, to the best of his ability. So please let me apologize. Um, I haven't gone back to listen to the episode, but if there was some uh, technical difficulties, please forgive me. Um, I usually record on my breakfast bar. Um, so sometimes I, I, I be thinking I'm hosting the fucking Today Show. I'd be grabbing the mic, swinging around the fucking um, bar stool and stuff like that, especially when I get passionate. So I'm trying something different now. I'm still in my kitchen, but I am sitting at the table, my, my, my kitchen's table. So I'm on a flat surface, so it's more desk-like, so I'm less able to swivel and all of that. So hopefully... And prayerfully, this episode is more clearer. Um, so yeah, so happy week. Um, I don't know where it is I'm catching you, but I hope that you are having a great day, um, a great week, a great hour. If you aren't sending you love, sending you all of those things. Um, last week, um, I had to take a self-care week. Um, the spirit had to sit me down. So I had a lot of people asking me and email me, emailing me, excuse me, and DMing me about, um, the A Nicole app. Please forgive me. I, I was out all last week. So, um, I'm now open www.anicoleinc.com. Um, and that's INC, not INK, INC. Um, you can go there, sign up for the membership. It is at an introductory price. Um, and it's really cool. Um, and I'll be launching the app later on this week. So please forgive me. I'm a week behind. Um, but the app is a more intimate and personal view of me and I'm getting back into writing. Um, I had stopped writing, um, a while ago. And so I'm getting back into my long handwriting, um, because believe it or not, um, I've always been a longhand writing, a writer, you know, like I love creative writing classes. So when you see my quotes and you see my posts and they're like these small little pieces, it's like, I had to train myself to be that way. It used to frustrate me as a kid because I, I write longhand. I love writing, you know, I love that. That's my thing. So now I'm back into my blogging, um, and I'm giving intimate memoirs of, you know, the shit I've gone through. Um, you know, the shit I want to, I want to, I want to push out, you know, um, the things I've learned, all of that shit, you know, motherhood, um, dating, um, divorce, just opening up. You know, so, um, you'll get blog posts, um, my random thoughts, and I'm gonna do vlogs and videos, um, in depth philosophies of me, um, and bonus podcast episodes because right now I do three a month. So you'll have bonus podcast episodes over there. I'm going to put my Therapy Thursday live replays over there. I always get hell because I never save my lives. I don't. 
I just don't do it. I refuse to. Um, but I'm like, yo, I can put them on the uh, membership so you'll have access to that. Um, I'm also going to be doing tarot readings um, for the collective. Um, exclusive photos, videos. You all have like preferred um, access to my upcoming events. Um, and like little, I'm a Virgo. So I'm going to be sprinkling other types of shits. Um, in there. So yes, it is six sixty six a month, which is a still, you know, it, it, the price is going up. God damn it. Cause the gas then went up. God damn it. So listen, it's not going to be that for long. So head on over to www.anicoleinc.com. That's a N I C H O L E I N C.com. Right. So, um, yeah, so this week I want to talk about family dynamics because it's been a minute since I talked about family, you know, I'm, I'm always talking, you know, like friendship. Well, I talk general, I feel, I believe, but you know, I got to circle the block on the family because especially when I do my posts, um, on, on social media, particularly Instagram. Um, and for those of you who want to follow my Instagram, it's freaknick, F-R-E-Q dot N-I-K. Um, I have a lot of people who are still in the comments or still in the DMs talking about how they know somebody is toxic, but it's their family. And I'm just like, look, I just... <sighs> I don't know how many, I don't know how much home I can drive this to. When I say, when motherfuckers say it's motherfuck you, you got to say motherfuck you too. I don't care who it is. Anybody can get it. Big mama. Who? What's she going to do? Your mama, whoever, if anybody is not respecting you, see, that's the problem. That's how it's so hard for us to um, regulate and enforce boundaries against other people because you can't even do that shit with your family. So that's why you're struggling with your motherfucking friendships and your relationships because you ain't set the bar with family the most immediate, but we're going to get into that. See, if I was at the breakfast bar, I'd be swiveling all over the place right now. But I'm stationary. Spirit is like, be still, child. Um, so I wanted to circle the block, Virgo style, like Beyonce in the formation video to begin. And like, now what happened at the New Alden? And we're going to talk about family dynamics. We're going to talk about toxic family, dealing with toxic family, dealing with toxic family dynamics. How to maneuver through them, how to identify them, and how to fucking conquer them because you fucking can. What the fuck, man? Listen, you still fucking standing. You still here. You can get through fucking anything. Any fucking thing. That's what I tell myself every fucking day. What? Girl. You done made it this far. That's why I could never be afraid or feel some type of way to tell my fucking age. I don't give a fuck. Do you know how much of an honor it is to be this far? And I'm 37, by the way. You know, especially me coming up. Fucking shit. Me being an army veteran. Combat fucking veteran. Kuwait and fucking Iraq. What? Kabila, oh, I don't want to tell my fuck that. I'm here. Miss Sealy voice, dear God, I'm here. I wish I would. I look fucking good. Huh. Once again, the Instagram is Freaknik. F-R-E-Q dot N-I-K. Please. Wish somebody would shame me about my fucking age. Y'all been through the fucking ringer. Y'all been through this shit. Please hold your head high with every part of your fucking identity, with every part of your fucking existence. I know we're not talking about this shit, but y'all know I can go off on a tangent. <sighs> Let's get into this. Let's talk about um, 
what the fuck I just said. We don't need to. We don't need to. We don't need to take up no more time. Come on, come on, Adam. Take, take, take us away. Okay, so you'll be very hard pressed to find someone, particularly my brothers and my sisters who grew up having a realistic and ideal ideology of what a family should be. And should I take it further, actually experienced it, you know, an ideal family structure. However, we were exposed to, you know, television, the shit that we saw on television, what family should be, you know, and like, you know, why my family ain't like that, you know, or why, why is my family only pieces of that, you know, and sometimes the bad pieces, right? And like, because we grow up thinking this way, you know, that we've gotten the bottom barrel of the fucking uh, bottom of the barrel. I was about to say it a prize, but no, the bottom of the barrel or we've been shortchanged or short ended or short dacked, you know, when it came to family, um, we become accepting of it. Like, well, you, you, you can't pick your family. I, you only get one mama. Oh my God, y'all kill me with that shit. What? <laughs> my mama only get one of me. Carla, are you there? Carla, are you fucking there? If you think that this is a Sadie Mae motherfucking rendition, no mom, no sir. Not when it comes to disrespect. Not when it comes to toxicity. No, 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 no. You'll never get a quote from A. Nicole about that shit, stamping that shit. No, mm-mm. No, absolutely fucking not. Because why? I always ask, what makes your mama? That's the woman who birthed you. That's the woman who should, oh my God, you should. Let me tell y'all something. And I tell y'all this a lot of times on this podcast. My son, let me tell you something. I will fucking Millie block on each and every fucking block when it comes to that kid. I don't ever want to see him uncomfortable. I don't ever want to disrespect him. I don't ever want to add time to the time he's going to spend the fuck away from me when he goes free into the world and don't want to deal with me no more because of how I've treated him. I am here as my son's guide. So we need to have that motherfucking relationship. We need to have that bond. Because my job is to make sure that he can motherfucking go forth and be successful long after I'm gone. And if I can't do that. Now I understand kids do. Some kids they they go on and they do their own goddamn thing. Regardless of what. But then I also know. <clears throat> on the other side of that coin that is kids who go out here and be motherfucking low vibrational little urchins because they was raised by low vibrational fucking urchins so I don't even get why it's so hard for you all to disconnect from somebody who should be so connected to you that's why I see your mom yes your mama she knew what love was before you did. And she should have shown you that. Yes, mama. You, 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 you check any fucking species of mamas out here. They don't play about their fucking kids. They don't play about their fucking cubs. I don't give a fuck. They don't play that. That's how it's supposed to be. But society has us, oh, mama can be out here motherfucking selling peach cobbler 
or peach cocktail. That's what it is. Being fucking reckless, being disrespectful, being all of these things, never speaking life into you, never doing anything to fucking uplift you, never motherfucking trying to shine that light on you and your fucking gifts. Never tried to hold your fucking hand and walk you down your journey of fucking life and you over here worried about motherfucking mama. (sighs) I had to sit back on that. I had to sit back on my chair. If I was on that stool, I would have just fell back. (sighs) Make it make sense. I mean... (sighs) You don't get to pick your family. Your biological fucking family. And that's cool because that's biological. You know, some people, and once you learn, once you learn purpose, once you truly understand purpose, once you truly understand your journey and why the makings of the people needed to be the makings of the people to make the makings of you, You won't take they shit so fucking personal. You'll see it for what it is and say, all right, cool. So that's what you, okay, cool. Some people's mamas was just supposed to fucking get them here. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you. If you are Antoine Fisher out there, need a healing, need a healing. I'm talking to you. This bud's for you. His mama was supposed to get him here. She didn't have shit for him. And he respected that. He accepted that. Because it hurt him. As it should have. But still. People get so wrapped up in. Oh. And the person. Oh and my sister. And she's going through. And she. Unless you are getting paid. To administer those motherfucking psychological fucking services. Please step back. No. No. Because. Even if that is the case. What are they doing about it to change? That's what it boils down to. Do they think enough about you to change it? Do they think enough about themselves to not be the person who behaves like that? You know. So anyway, let me get back to this. You can choose your family. I do it all the... I choose my family. You know? I have some family members that that is my mother's so-and-so. Or that is my father's so-and-so. You know? I give the biological connection, but the family is not there. And I have my family. That's my sis. That's my sissy poo. That's the boo. That's the homie. Nah, love wouldn't disrespect. And you know what? Because I'm cool. I'm cool with what it is. I'm able to move forward and make space for what I need. And the thing about us learning our biggest lessons is a lot of times it's like, yo, who do you feel like you're going to learn them from? A stranger? Sometimes it's that person that's close to you, especially when we start talking about karmic ties, karmic connections, particularly karmic debts. When you start becoming to an understanding of that, you also begin to accept it for what it is and step over the bullshit and keep walking. So, yes, you can pick your fucking family. Isn't that fucking empowering? That you get to go out here and assess. You get to go out here and gatekeep. You get to go out here and hold your inner child's hand. And be like, what are we comfortable with, little sis? What are we comfortable with, little bruh? What you think about this person? Yeah? All right. Let's invite them in. Especially if you're on your road to healing. Especially if you are in therapy. Especially if you are learning how to establish boundaries. And assert yourself. And respect your own autonomy. Yes. So please. If y'all don't take that trash out to the curb. I don't care who they are. I don't care who they are. I had posted something. 
on uh, my Instagram last week, it has said like, like ladies, if your man's mom swung on you, would you swing back? I'm sorry, what? She swung on me. So she swung on me. I didn't do anything. I did not come towards her. I did not motherfucking try to strike her, attack her. She swung on me? Me, Nick. Nick, have you seen Nick? Do you know what Nick been through? You don't know Nick will drop these fifth ward motherfucking bees on you? What Arrested Development said, but he wouldn't stop and I ain't Ice Cube, so I had to take the brother out for being rude. Yes. I, I was like, I would motherfucking two-piece and a biscuit. Her, she wouldn't even need the biscuit. Take the motherfucking two-piece, leg and a thigh. Drop. Yes. I'm sorry, what? So, I had this young lady, she was like, <laughs> I was raised to respect my elders. Oh, you was raised to have a proximity to your acceptance of disrespect. Got you. Got you. So, let me ask you, how's that working out for you in your personal life, in your friendships, in your motherfucking relationships? Asking for a psych nerd named Nick. Hmm. Listen, and I told her, there is no proximity, there is no waiver program, there is no nada when it comes to my right to fucking peace, my right to safety, and my right to my immediate space, particularly if I am not invading yours, particularly unprovoked, and if you swung on me, you did your assessment. That's what I'm taking it as. You, this, you, you've given informed consent. Hey, you done already signed the paperwork with my clerk in the front. No problem. Come on and get this motherfucking piece. Step to me. I'm sorry. What? You done already did your assessment in me. You done already tried me. Baby, you done showed up to take the test. Now let me grade you. Let me pull out this ready pen. Let me check you like a coat. Please. Y'all, let the shit go. Please, please, please. So, oh my God, I'm, I'm over my time. Okay. So, let's talk about signs, symptoms. I'm going to say signs of or displays of um, toxic family patterns, toxic family behavior, toxic, toxic family um connections right so number one you know if they're controlling you know i mean from i was about to say for my young listeners lord and i thought about how much i curse for my young listeners because i was in middle school listening to little kim i understand i'm not only the client i'm the president um you know parents have to give boundaries to a certain extent, right? Um, it is to protect you and not, hmm, I want to be very ginger when I say this. Not ginger, I want to be very, I want to be gingerly. Touch this gingerly, yes. Um, they have to do it from a lens of true respect of your autonomy and not their own projected bullshit. Because parents hold you back. I get it. You know, and though that's the controlling behavior that I'm talking about. You know, um, when, you know, it gets to the point where you're in fear. When it comes to the point where you are in fear of the safety of, you know, your peace. You know, or just your safety, period. It's a problem. You know what I mean? Um, especially when it comes to your decision making. Now I'm talking back to my, my adults. Um, your decision making. You know, I don't understand why I see so many of my sisters in their twenties and their thirties, some in their forties, fifties, sixties, yeah, on up, who be listening to their mama about how they should live their fucking life. Like, really be living a life. Oh, my mother would if my mother knew this. Or, oh, my mother found out. 
Listen, your mama didn't motherfucking lived her life. That's one through the ten. And I'm willing to bet you. And I and I say this with absolutely no disrespect. Absolutely no disrespect. But your mama got some motherfucking skeletons in her closet too. Okay? Your mama didn't pussy pop for the cause too. I know it's it's hard for some of us to 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 to, to wrestle with it. But mama ain't no fucking angel. Neither is your daddy. Neither is big mama. Oh God. Neither is auntie whoever. Okay. They didn't been the next contestant on the summer jam screen. Okay. They got a story that they wouldn't want you to know. And I'm talking the unsung version. Okay. The Motown sound. You hear me? So, and even if they didn't, baby, I tell y'all this all the time. This is your life. I don't care if you want to go out here and I, I, the sky's the fucking limit to the fuckery that you could be out here doing. You know, I, I just can't grab anything from the sky. You out here, I don't fucking know because I don't want to listen. You know, whatever. That's your life. That's your life. It's your life. Anytime, the only time it's going to be a problem is when you start having children and dragging that shit, dragging them in that shit with you. Then I got a problem with you. Because listen, whatever you want to do with your life, your life, you don't want to be shit, don't be shit. I understand. Hey, listen, everybody. Listen, look. Everybody don't want to do the work. Ma'am. Sorry, y'all. Everybody don't want to do the work. I get it. And that's the beauty of autonomy. You you, you have the, the decision-making factor to say, no, I'm not taking this. Unless your ass is somewhere 12 years a slave. Yes, you do. Unless your ass is somewhere confined, somewhere locked up. You know what I mean? But even we be seeing on the TikTok that the niggas that's locked up is living good. They still got the autonomy. So please, so the controlling, let's talk about that. If they're trying to persuade you to make decisions about your life, particularly and especially shit that you're not comfortable with, you know, um, if they try to blackmail you or emotionally blackmail you or even barter with you, like for money or food, if you do this or, you know, a, you, you do that, you want your own from, from moving on, girl. You do so and so and so, huh? I ain't doing, no. You you can count me out. I'm you dead to me unless you about to be doing some fuck shit. Then yeah, girl, you 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 gotta go ahead and get in that casket. Yeah. I mean, listen, that's I told you. I'm 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 non-denominational when it comes to the cutoff. Anybody can get it. Anyway, you know, um, you know, if if they if they tell you, uh, especially um if you have like a spouse, not a spouse, I'm sorry, um, a parent, you know, who um, maybe still you're in their care. You know, like I I do understand um, Social Security and payees, you know, and I have readers of, I mean, listeners of all audience. So, you know, for my people out there who may have payees, um, for my people out here who may have fiduciaries. Because, you know, there's also fiduciaries, you know, particularly if they feel like you lack the cognitive, cognitive, excuse me, functions to be able to um, attend to your daily activities of living, you know, so if you, you never know, you can never look at a person and be like, oh, they look like they have all their druthers with them, as my mother would say. So they're independent. They out here doing independent living. Everybody is not. So I'm talking to everybody. God damn it. So with they controlling you. That's that that's that is um toxic behavior from your family. Yes. Next, they always blame you. You know nothing they do is wrong. Oh no. Uh-uh, no, no. No. Nothing they do is wrong. Nothing. They can be wrong as two left shoes as my mama used to say. Wrong as two left shoes. No that they fucking wrong. Some people don't. They be that far and they bullshit. No they fucking wrong and nope. Mm-mm. They don't take no responsibility for their actions. They don't take no accountability for their actions. You know what I mean? And, you know, to their credit, 
have a discussion with them about it. Because you know what, to be honest with you, and I've learned this with my mom, my own mom. You know, if I can be honest with you all, a lot of things my mom didn't know. And I had to start teaching her, well, no, mom, you can't do that. That's not appropriate. You know, mom, I don't like that. And you go, well, my mom did it with, I don't care. That's you and your mom. I understand that. I honor that. That's you and your mom. But you and me, we're different. I don't like when you do that. And I don't understand how you were accepting of her doing that to you. Because that's not right. And then my mom would have the that's so raving motherfucking moment. You know, take it in. Yeah, we healing here. All right. Because when you cry, I cry. All right. So, yeah, have a conversation with them. Because maybe they don't know. Maybe they don't see. And that's for the controlling part, too. If you feel as though they're trying to be controlling, talk to them about it. You know, a lot of moms, particularly, even dads, I'm not going to just say this is moms, but they just feel like love is overprotection. I love you by trying to keep you out of this, what I think you should be out of, based on my distorted views of this. Or based on my experiences with this. But I don't understand that you have a different life. So you might have a different experience. You know, so talk to them about it. Um, Next, making threats. I mean, this shit, it's open and shut. It's open and shut. Making threats? I'm sorry, what? I'm sorry, what? Making threats? Making threats? I said making threats. And we, we still cool with that? We still here? We still talking about this? We still accepting this? No, 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 no. Making threats, first of all, I live by the code of don't pull a thing out unless you plan to bang. Don't threaten me. Pull up. I don't care who you are. I done told my sisters to pull up. Yes. Oh, you want to, you're going to do What? Now, when you come across this threshold now, <laughs> please understand that you're now in Nicktown. Fuck Trump town, Nicktown. Okay? And I run the gun laws here. You know? So, I don't, I don't take to threats. I'm not doing that. And you threaten me and my safety, we done. Because we don't play like that. Because when I motherfucking see you, I'm going to just be on Tom and Jerry. Ain't going to be no motherfucking talking. Aries Moon has motherfucking entered the chat. You understand? Because you done already told me that this is what you're going to do me. You done already told me that this is what's going to happen. So I would be a damn fool not to position myself. I take people's words to motherfucking heart. That's just me. You know, uh, that's me on a personal level. Now, let me put on my A. Nicole motherfucking face. Um, if you are being threatened by someone you love, particularly a family member or an intimate partner, please contact your local police department, inform them of such threat and execute your right to a stay away order. Or a probation. Not not a probation. What's the other one called? Stay away order. Restraining order. Whatever it's called. Whatever the highest thing is. Huh? Sometimes you get a TPO. Get your TPO. Take that shit a, a step further. And get the permanent one. You want all the POs. All the PTO. Because we not playing like that. We not playing like that. So many times we see. So many times we hear. People out here getting hurt. Being motherfucking killed. Because they didn't take somebody's threat serious, particularly a family member. Oh my God. How long did motherfucking Marvin Gaye's dad say he was going to fucking kill him? And he killed that man on his motherfucking birthday. No, the day before his birthday. The day before his birthday with the gun he fucking bought him. What? Let's move on. Next, they always critical of you. This is why so many people have anxiety. Motherfucking disorders, anxiety, motherfucking tendencies. Just, just suffer from fucking anxiety. 
because you're used to somebody's critical eye being on you 24 fucking 7. Everything you motherfucking do, they breaking it down like a fucking fraction. You know, they can never be fucking satisfied. You're never good enough. You know what I mean? You could score a motherfucking 100% and they go, why, why, why couldn't you score a 100% point motherfucking two? Because that's the, that's the possible, that's the maximum points, total points, if we talking percentage. You know what I mean? You all have such critical, especially y'all's initial caregiver, whoever your primary caregiver is, and I say this all the time. Whoever raised you primarily or the people, if it's more than one person or if you had um, uh, transitions where maybe you lived here or with this person and they here with it, that shit molds you. You know what I mean? Particularly if they're critical of you, that manifests in you growing up to be the adult that always feels like somebody's staring at you, talking about you, uh, uh, critiquing you, always having jitters. Being afraid of public speaking because anytime you've ever had the floor, anytime you've ever been able to exercise your voice, it's been cut down, it's been criticized, it's been critiqued. Or you've been told to shut up, stop talking, I'm the parent, da-da-da-da-da, what? Me and Kingston, let me tell you something. I'll tell you, say that about me and Kingston. And we're both uh, Mercury ruled, which is the planet of communication. So we talk in here. You know, Kingston is allowed to be like, you know, mom, I didn't like when so-and-so and so, and he does it in that way. It's not, uh, no, mom, I, I didn't like when so-and-so or mom, I don't like when you say that or mom, don't say that or mom, oh, papa, I'm sorry. I didn't know that offended you. My bad. You can give him a hug to let him know, hey, it ain't, ain't no, ain't, look, ain't no sweat, ain't no disrespect. Like I said, no love wasn't disrespect. I don't want my son to be uncomfortable, particularly around me. I love hanging out with my son. I love hanging out with him. That's my ace boon coon. So I want him to stay around. So yes, critical parents, you know, always got a problem. You know what I mean? Um, especially when you're trying to change. Oh my gosh. When you're getting to the point where you're starting to change, when you're getting to the point where you're like, yo, I'm breaking generational curses. This is for my black sheeps. This is for my fucking folks who dared to motherfucking come out of that pattern and do better. Particularly if you are parents. You ain't even got to be parents. Just you, period. But especially if you are parents. Teaching your children different. Even with the fucking critiquing. One of the things that a lot of my older family members um, do not understand is, one, I don't spank my son. I'm not with that. Oh, you, how you black? You, I'm sorry, how am I black? How am I black? How am I from a motherfucking descendant of people who were motherfucking whipped, motherfucking buck broke, motherfucking debased and devalued, destroyed, distorted, all of that? I'm sorry, No. And I've said it on this podcast before. I remember my sister Kimmy telling me, she was like, you have way too many degrees in psychology and behavior science. And not even fucking that. You know how you grew up. You know what you don't have to do. You're, 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 you're too smart. You know, so I don't want nobody to think, oh, you, you, you have to go to school. You gotta, you gotta be on this psychology shit to be able to sit down and be like, yo, my G, what the fuck? What were you thinking? Like what? You know, I'm not saying that, but how did you feel? And a lot of people be like, well, I want my son to do more than turn out fine. Pennies, thank you for you. And that's just me. Now you do it. Hey. Just don't do it around me because I am a mandated reporter. And baby, I'm, I'm going to report. Reporting live. Um, so yes, family who's already who's always critical of you. I mean, and especially like if you're trying to ascend, if you're trying to come out of um, a generational curse, if you're trying to do things different, if you're trying to be the catalyst for your bloodline, you know, 
especially when we're talking about restoring, especially when we're talking about balancing the energy. Um, you kind of got to get, got to get rid of the toxic shit. You got to, you know, um, you may have to, I mean, like you don't always have to cut somebody off. You can cut them back. And when I say cut them back, that's cutting them off temporarily. That's not, you know, um, we're not pussyfooting with that. Sometimes you have to isolate yourself away from them, not away from your family that you can choose. Because remember, on the other side of this coin, you can choose your own family. And I think we get caught up in that. Oh, that's why, oh, that you only get one mother, please. So you are in a motherfucking ideology of scarcity. So you're clinging to this source, even though this source does not provide you any motherfucking nourishment. Please make it make sense. When there's so many motherfucking mothers out there, surrogate mothers, women who mother, who would motherfucking eat you up like a cookie? Who would pour so much love into you? What? Because this, you only get one, you only... No, you only get one time to have me fucked up. No. So, um, that critical stuff, you have to get rid of it because it's going to keep you in that energy, especially as you ascend. Especially as you start to break free. Especially as you start to step into the person that you're supposed to be. You don't need to be around a critical energy, you know, because a lot of y'all's parents are still critical of y'all. I know so many people who live a life for their fucking mama. Oh, girl, I can't do so-and-so. My mama found out. Oh, my daddy knew I. I tell y'all, what? What? Again, they didn't live their fucking life. And trust me, somebody didn't motherfucking pussy popped. Trust me, somebody didn't motherfucking tricked. Trust me. Somebody was out here, you know, just on some old treacherous stuff. And you know what? Even if they weren't, that's their life. Again, it's their life. That was their path. Okay, so you decided you didn't want to do that. Okay, that's cool. As for me in my house, I'm fucking with it. You don't have to fuck with it. I fuck with it. And that is why it's so important for me when I became a mother to not be critical. A lot of people be like, you're a Virgo mom. You're not critical. I mean, Kingston does do shit. Who? I have a Gemini, y'all. Look, he be running this motherfucking house like death row records. I'd be having to step in. But it's always been, especially with his choices. It's not what I like. It's what you like. I've always instilled that in him from, from shit. When he could start choosing whatever he chose as a toddler, you know, as a baby, Whatever he chose, I gave it to him, especially if it was a choice. You know, he comes to me about, well, Kingston, what do you think about it? I mean, I'll tell you what I think about it. What do you think about it? You like it? I love it. Why do you like? I like it because you love it. It makes you feel good. You know, because I understand what having a critical ass fucking parent could be. I Oh, my God. Yes. And I think that that's why, no, 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 no. I don't think I know. That's why I'm I'm such a perfectionist. Hello, fellow Virgos, y'all out there. Is there a heart in the house tonight? That's why I'm such a perfectionist. That's why I'm such a worrier. That's why we have so much anxiety. That's why we motherfucking overthink. That's why we, we don't, we don't, we don't think that we're good enough sometimes. You know, that not good enough, we did our best. Because we always know we the shit. That we did our best. We could give blood, sweat, and fucking tears and be like, Oh, but, but, but I didn't give enough tears. You know, I didn't give grit either. Something I left out. You know, because we were constantly under a watchful and a critical eye of a fucking primary caregiver. So I know, I don't do that with Kingston. Yes, Kingston is a carefree with boundary kid. He does black boy joy for real. And I posted about that a few days ago. That's how I restore um, my bloodline. 
Because one of the things that I learned, particularly before my father passed away, was one, his relationship with his mom. I didn't realize my dad had mom issues. Whew. You know, but it made sense, you know, and his him not being able to have a childhood. And so many of our boys don't get that. Our girls, too, now. But let's talk about the boys for today. Our girls, too. We're going to talk about our girls, too. But yeah, I'm talking about Kingston in, in this context. Please, for the person out there that's talking about or, or thinking to say that the boys reign supreme, I'm not saying that. I have a son. All I have is one kid. So sometimes I speak from an orientation of having a boy. You know, fuck with it. Thank you. Um. So yeah, just giving him that childhood, not knowing. So like, that's what I'm saying. Like a lot of times we say, oh, well, my mom did this and I turned out fine. Again, I want my child to do more than turn out fine. I don't want Kingston to turn out just fine. Because what the fuck is that? And the people who say that, those are the ones that need the therapy. Like, are you serious? Have you looked at the man in the mirror? Because you ain't turned out fine. You turned out and turned loose. Okay? So... Um, we can't always say we 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 want to take shit at face value or take shit at the highest value of our parents. Sometimes some shit you got to leave on the table. Some shit. Oh, no, thank you. I'll, I'll pass the dish. I'm not interested. I don't want any of that. You know, pass the dish. There's a lot of things that I take from my upbringing with my parents. And it's a lot of shit that I leave on the table. Okay. Um, anyway, next they're dismissive of your feelings. You know, this is big, especially to those of you who are working on advocating for yourself, um, and standing in your power, especially when it comes to telling people when they have you fucked up. A lot of people are dismissive of feelings. You know, um, a lot of people like to gaslight, they, or they like to minimize. Even if they do take uh, a little accountability, they minimize. And that's just as worse. You don't want minimization. You want accountability in real time, you know, and at market motherfucking value. Okay, that's what you want. So being dismissive, I I, I can't deal with that. I can't deal with that. You know, and sometimes um, I know this with my journey with my mom, you know, uh, healing our relationship and the mother wound that I had with my mom, a lot of times I didn't even want her to talk. I just wanted her to listen. You know, I just wanted her to listen. You know, and understand where I was coming from. Understand that I wasn't just pulling this shit out the air. This is why I feel this way. And that's why I say you got to sometimes let people know because for some people, um, especially when the shit was done to them and it's been normalized, they think it's normal. That's what we mean when we say something is being normalized. This is normalization and fucking motion. When people be like dismissive of it. Oh, are you mad about that? My mom did that with me. Okay, but how did that make you feel? You know? No. So sometimes I just wanted my mom to listen. So you one, you know that I'm not crazy. This is why I feel this way. You know, this is why I have this bottled up. You know, this is why I was mad about this. And a lot of the stuff that it was, my mom didn't even fucking remember. It was a regular schmegular degular motherfucking day for her. She ain't even remember. And I'm over here holding on to this shit. That's why I'm telling y'all, y'all got to release. <laughs> y'all got to release. Please. You know, so you can't fuck with people. I mean, your family who show little to no concern for your feelings. Again, I don't care who they are because, again, if we're talking about your parents. I want to harp on parents. You know, um, those should be the one to wipe your eyes. Those should be the one when you hurt, they hurt. When Kingston being here feeling some type of way, I feel some type of way. You know, I go in, especially he's in his room because he's dating now. Him and his little girlfriend, they had broke up. And oh my God, I was like, 
And this shit ain't no fucking Saved by the Bell bullshit. But anyway, I had to speak low because I think he was coming downstairs. But yeah, I I, I had to, you know, I, I sometimes I went into his room and I just laid down. And I just laid with him. He didn't even have to say nothing. And I knew that I was welcome because he squeezed me tight. Yep. Yep. Not being dismissive of his feelings. And you know, I even took kinks and I know you're going through some stuff. And you don't got to talk to me about it. If you don't want to. But know that I'm here. And know that I'm holding you up. You know, not being all oh, you, you, boy, you wipe that shit off, boy, you a man, boy, 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 no. The hell, he, his kid got feelings too. Oh, Lord, and it was, was it on Valentine's Day? I was like, oh, it was just, it was crazy, y'all. He was in here going through, going through. Yes, and I was peeking around in motherfucking corners like, uh, what was it, Steven on uh, Django? Who was Samuel Jackson? So I was peeking around the motherfucking corners on him because I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. But anyway, next, let's talk about sibling rivalry, because this is something I listen. A lot of times we talk about mommy issues, daddy issues, mama wounds, sister wounds. We talking about sibling wounds right now. And I'm going to tell you all some good shit. It wasn't until I healed my sibling wound where I started to have better relationships with women, better friendships with women. And it wasn't just my sister wound um, with me losing my sister. Um, two years ago and my sister Kimmy was more so like my mom growing up you know like she was yeah yeah so losing her was like losing my mom I was fucked up um but it's not just the sister wound being attached to like a loss or grief you know losing a sibling a a sister a brother you know or whatever a lot of that shit is when you got a catty ass fucking sibling when you got an old snake ass fucking sibling, you know, a vindictive ass uh, sibling who like to humiliate you, who like to tell your business, who like to put your shit out on front street, who every time they hear something about you, they just got to go extra, extra read all about it. Or, or, or every time, you know, they want to rub something in your face. And I'm not talking about healthy competition. I'm not talking about healthy competition. I'm not talking about healthy competition to the person out there. No. Felt like I was a motherfucking 90s poet right now. But no, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about that motherfucking rich and outpo treachery shit. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about for my Christian mingles out there. I'm talking about some old Cain and Abel Fakri. Tingzaguan. That's what I'm talking about. You know, siblings, they like to place blame on you. Siblings that like to turn people's view of you sour. And this is especially to uh, siblings who may have grown up as a favored child, you know, or as a high achiever. I had that issue with with <laughs> with one of my siblings. Didn't know that this person was in a secret competition with me my whole goddamn life. Whole goddamn life. You know? And, and and couldn't wait for me to fail. You know, couldn't wait. I, I, I dropped out of high school. I mean, I, I, I went on and, and got four degrees, but I dropped out of high school. I, I just wanted to go. I just wanted to break free. I wanted to get the fuck away. You know, uh, I think what, six months after boot camp, I was in Korea. You know, I joined when I was 18. I was out. I left the house at 17. I was gone. You know? But uh, anyway, I had a sibling who was in college at the at the time. And for the first time in his life, that nigga was Stevie Wonder. For once in my life, this is mine. You can't take it. Yes. Oh, you in college. And now you felt like you had one up on me. Oh, I was told that I was going to be um, a baby mama on food stamps in less than 18 months. <laughs> <laughs> I was told that I was a statistic. I was told I wasn't gonna be shit. All because I got a GED, y'all. All because I dropped out of school. And I didn't drop out of school because I was quote unquote dumb. I was just fucking tired. I was spent. 
You know, I wanted to get the fuck on with my life. I wanted to take the reins from my life and get on, you know. Um, and this family member went on to, 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 to flunk out, you know, a semester or two later. Uh, and I remember, uh, catching up with him. Um, I think I was, yeah, I was in grad school and he was just getting out of jail. You heard it right. And, um, I was like, oh yeah, it's been a while since we've talked. Um, so while you were making, uh, license plates, I was preparing to graduate from state. Yeah. Yeah. And this is my third degree. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, what? Oh. Hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. All of that. But say I believed him. You know, because not a lot, not everybody can be like, no, da, da 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 I'm headstrong, whatever. We do have some people who do believe our family. That's why this shit is real, y'all. That's why y'all got to fucking rid yourself of this. You know what I mean? Y'all have to get away from the toxic family members. Y'all got to get away from, from the fuckery. You know what I mean? Um... Because how you set your relationship with your family, it sets the tone for your relationships with everybody else. Your your relationships with your girlfriends, with your women friends, I'm pretty sure they mimic the relationships that you have. And I'm not saying if you have been through therapy or you've done some type of release and healing, you know, from toxic patterns. I'm talking about toxic. This podcast episode is about toxic family patterns and behavior. So again, a lot of your relationships with women, your friendships with women, I'm talking to my women out there. They mimic your relationships with the women in your family. You don't always got to be your sister's. Yeah, even so for my people out there who don't have sisters, you got aunts, you got a mama, you got cousins, girl cousins. Yeah, so the rivalry, all of that shit, if they're out here trying to embarrass you, if they're out here trying to make people make you seem small in people's eyes. And that was another thing with my family member. I, I, I always grew up when we grew up. I was always the high achieving one. I was the all, it, it always came easy to me. You know, I, I, I always excelled in shit where he struggled. So for the first time, like I said, you in college, I'm dropping out. Yeah. <sighs> and then, you know, he fell, he fell off like a bad bag of dope. Yeah. You really hated to see it. To this day, really hate to see it, but hey, you know, but, but you showed me what you thought about me. So again, was I supposed to be like, oh, well, that's my so-and-so. No. Oh, that's how you feel about me. Oh, that's how you feel. That's really, that's how you feel. No problem. No problem. Yeah. Now, 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 now he, uh, asked to borrow money. I'm sorry, money. I'm not talking about the food stamps. That he said that I'd be on. Not, 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 not no EBT. He ain't asking for no pen. You know? He ain't asking for nothing. He asking me for money. Yeah. Money. Cash. U.S. dollars. I'm sorry, what? <sighs> if you don't. But anyway, this podcast has gone over. So I'm going to make it into a part two. Part two will be released next week. So make sure you um, tune into part two where I break down how to deal with um, toxic family members, you know, how to navigate, what to do, all of those things. I am your girl, A. Nicole. Again, you can follow me on uh, Instagram at Freaknik, F-R-E-Q dot N-I-K. Make sure you visit my new membership and website, www.anicoleinc.com. And that is A-N-I-C-H-O-L-E-I-N-C.com. This is my time. You all have a great day. 
Nikki's thoughts. She dives into your brain. Nikki's thoughts. She's a queen with a frame. Nikki's thoughts. Melanated and spiritually in tune. Nikki's thoughts. Unapologetic with energy like Oshuno Shoes. When you hear her, you're gonna go on a journey. Nikki's thoughts. Heartbreak. Advice. She got you. Don't you worry. She's a boss. She's a boss. Nikki Stoltz.